Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. Hi! Happy hey. whatever day is today. Wednesday. <laughs> like, I think it's Wednesday, right? <laughs> I honestly just can't keep track anymore. But. Well, you've been traveling like short trips a good bit. I feel like that really kind of throws you off, right? Yeah, you're right. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let me tell you about this last trip, though, because we just went yeah. to Nebraska and everybody at work was like, oh, are you taking vacation? And I was like, okay, well, I am not going to work on Friday, but I'm also going to Nebraska. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't count as vacation, but yeah. Veronica was graduating from college, and so David and baby I, sister for people who sister. haven't followed along. People, the one person who listens who's not related to us, <laughs> right? <laughs> or an old friend, a childhood friend, <laughs> right? But baby sister is graduating from college, and she, I make fun of her for this all the time, so she won't be mad about this, but I'm like. She chose to go to Hastings, Nebraska. <laughs> like, <laughs> of all places in the world, she chose Hastings, Nebraska. <laughs> I know. I'm still mad she didn't come to the Carolinas. Right, right. Like she talked about that for a hot second and then and then didn't. I mean, she had ties in Ohio, Carolinas, New Mexico. Dad was in Denver, right? And she went to Hastings. <laughs> But, and they have, they're like, their fast food restaurant they're known for is called Runza. No. <laughs> no. And she was sad. like, she was, I know, she was so annoyed with us by the end of us being in town for like five minutes. Because every time we'd see a Runza, we'd be like, Do the, does Runza give you the runs? <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh like God. a, it's like a pita pocket. Filled with cooked cabbage and ground beef. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you even imagine? No, I can smell. Oh Lord. So wow. yeah. but I will say her college campus was gorgeous. Like yeah. her her faculty knew her so well. She did Aww. an amazing job. She was she really thrived there. So it was yeah. exciting to see and visit her. But so get this though. We like all did quick trips out. Um, everyone except for my sister Catherine and then my brother Gregory made it. So I mean, you know, six out of eight's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Teresa, my older sister, she flew in from New Mexico and she like took a quick trip, left the family at home just so she could come and be with us. And so Sunday morning, all of us are dissipating. We're, we're going back and um, Nebraska's like airports were all so small. They have one or two gates. And so we couldn't actually rent cars. We had to other people have other people drive us there because their car rental agencies didn't even open until like noon. It was the So Veronica drives Teresa to the airport and this airport was so small like she got there 44 minutes before her flight. No problem. Mm -hmm. 
the airport was so small, they closed the ticketing counter 45 minutes before the flight and they wouldn't open it. And so they wouldn't let her get on her flight. So she was stuck in the middle of Nebraska, had to drive with my dad back to Colorado and then have her husband come and pick her up. And it was like an eight hour trip. Oh, so it's been, it's been a lot. It's not all me, but like my family's been through a lot the last few days. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. And nobody maybe, needed, and maybe she needed the quality time with Veronica or Veronica needed that or, you know. Yeah, it's true. That's a good way to look at it. Look at the positive. So. Yeah. Okay. So I think this week is my week. Yes. Okay. If you have one. I have two topics. Look at you. <laughs> oh. All right. I will let you decide. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did I tell you that we have a friend who said like his pet peeve is when people say, look at you. This is a 35-year-old guy. And I was like, Brian, do people say that to you a lot? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Oh, look yes. at you. <laughs> you. So now I say it all the time. <laughs> you're like you know that thing that really annoys my friend I'm gonna do that (laughs) go for it now it just really clicked with me for some reason (laughs) yeah anyway okay so two topics I get to choose yes so one of them is um basically like the habits that you learned as a kid aren't just for kids (laughs) and then the second one is having um balancing gossip and uh, venting. Ooh, let's do that one. Okay. I mean, I want to hear your theory about the other one too, but I mostly want to talk about that. (laughs) Let's talk about gossip. (laughs) Let's let's get gossipy. Well, I mean, they do kind of go with each other. So I have been, you know, I feel like I've told you all about my self-reflection on different things this year. And, um, one thing that I have noticed because there's somebody in my life who spends a lot of time gossiping, but I feel like it's actually more than anybody else I've ever met in my entire life, <laughs> which is why I started picking up on this. You know, like I, yeah. I love going on runs with my friend and just uh, spending the whole time gossiping. Like I do love yeah. that. Right. So this is why it's like, I have to figure out the balance because I'm sorry. It's true. I love it sometimes. Well, yeah. But what I did realize about this individual, and it's because they do it so much that you just had to realize, is that when you change the balance from venting or even telling a story that won't, it's innocent, it won't hurt anyone, into just like the need to gossip and have negative outpouring constantly, mm-hmm. it really does change your mindset too. Mm-hmm. Where like everything becomes negative where you can't look at a situation and be like, Oh, you know, I can't believe that. Um, they wouldn't let me get on my plane when I got to the airport because the ticket counter was closed. It becomes a, this airline is the worst airline in the world. I'm going to write the worst yeah. review. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? It's because they're corrupt from the top down. Like just like so negative, right? Yeah. And I just, I started thinking about that and I was like, there, there's a difference though, because you can be 
angry about something, you can be, you can feel wronged. You can hear a story that you want to share, right? But I think that there is a difference between that and then dwelling in the negativity. Mm. And I think that's difficult. So then this kind of does relate to my other topic. Clearly, these are things I've been thinking about a lot recently. Because I also thought about how growing up, my mom would always call us out whenever we'd start gossiping. And it was like this thing that we weren't allowed to do, you know? Mm. And again, there's a balance between like telling her a story and then somehow like gossiping about someone we knew. And she always picked up on it and she would say, nope, that's gossip. Let's not do that. And she did it with her own friends and they were very good about doing that. And it it was one of those traits that you might be taught as a, as a child and then you become an adult and for me, it's like, oh, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. I can talk about whatever I want. Yeah. You know? But um, but they're they're traits that are taught to us for a reason. And it does have a positive impact in your life if you can mm-hmm. continue with it. So I think again, I think it's, you know, I would <laughs> I do love gossiping and I love celebrity gossip, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I love yeah. all of that. So I'm not sure what the balance is. I'm curious what you think. But I do feel like when you're dwelling in it too much, what really just happens is a overwhelming um, concept of like negativity, mm-hmm. right? And with that, when you look at situations, instead of seeing an outcome or like an option and saying, Oh, okay, this happened, but I can do this. You just have to focus on what happened. And there's no, you, you get in a rut. You can't Mm -hmm. get out of it because you just have to complain about it, bitch about it, gossip about it. And you can't get out of that rut. Um, So that's where I think it actually does have a super negative impact on your life because it changes your ability to move on. And you're always the victim. Like you're always the one who like somebody else deeply wronged or someone pissed you off. Like, I think when you get in that, that very negative threat with gossip or like, I I feel like it's okay. So it's tough because I did have Mm -hmm. one good friend in college who I love still. I, we haven't been in touch in a while because she had kids and then they moved and it's been crazy but you remember my friend Ariel who's also oh, yeah. your friend yeah I love Ariel <laughs> I know everybody loves her she was so cool I still I she had a big impact on me in many ways mostly style that's <laughs> the best style in the whole world um it was like such a cool mix of like REI meets anthropology <laughs> you know like yeah. very yeah. outdoorsy but like very feminine and cool and just unique. Um, anyway, Ariel used to, she, so she was a convert in high school. She became a Catholic her senior year of high school or freshman year of college. I can't remember which one. And I think she went through RCIA and came into the church freshman year of college, I think. But she, um, you know, she was so like, that was the period in her life where she was super, and, and she's not, she's really not like that anymore, but she was extremely like very concerned about doing everything right, you know, mm-hmm. cause she was brand new to the faith and she just really wanted to embrace it all. It was, it was really beautiful, but it drove me crazy <laughs> when I'd want to like, I'd want to chat about like my opinion of someone that like 
maybe it wasn't even necessarily like getting mad at it, but like laughing at something or being like, oh my gosh, can you believe that? You know? And she would always just like, even if like two people in the room were with her who were like, like, I I feel like there's like, they were, you know, just getting into details of how they really thought about something behind the scenes. She would always feel like she had to shut it down. She'd be like, no, we can't gossip. We need to stop gossiping. And, and it always drove me crazy because I was like, this is a missed opportunity for us to grow closer because I want, I genuinely feel like sometimes, and this is where I get tempted to gossip is it's like an, an intimacy thing. Like I want that intimacy with the person that I'm with. And I feel so intimate and close with them when I feel mm-hmm. like they're sharing their exclusive feelings with me, you know, oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. they can't just tell anyone. And, and so I would always feel kind of hurt when she would do that and frustrated. Cause I was like, well, no, I'm not like doing this to, I'm not like going around all of our friends and gossiping about this one person to them. Like I just was laughing to you about privately how I felt in the situation. And, you know, but, but it's such a, I still haven't figured out that balance either because mm-hmm. I do feel like when you have that, it can be so easily become a habit. Right. And then, and then you're right to your point. Not only are you always the victim, you're always looking for like something to bitch about and complain yep. about. Um, yep. But you're also like, you're also really potentially hurting the friends, your relationship, even with the friends that you're sharing with, because they're over time going to think that you're going to talk bad about them. Right. Yeah. Which exactly. is real. That really exactly. does happen. <laughs> Sorry, I have a visitor. Hi, Belle, Georgie. Oh, Belle, you're so pretty. <laughs> okay, go play, and then I'll I'll tell you when I'm done. <laughs> I want some songs. Okay, when I'm done. Here, you can take my phone and do songs. All right, let's see if this works or if this is going to be a really bad idea. <laughs> While you get Georgie set up, I do have to... Um, tell our, our listeners that you have, or she had the cutest dance recital I've ever seen. That really made my day over the weekend, watching her get up there and dance. And I've always like, I went to my niece and nephew's soccer game last weekend. And yeah. I told, I told their parents afterward, I was like, I'm never going to be a soccer mom. Like, I'm just not going to do it. This is miserable. It's also Ohio in the spring, right? So it's like a wind tunnel and you're wearing a a coat. Oh, no. And I've always been like, I'm going to, like, make my kids run and not do activities. But then watching Georgie's activity, I was like, oh, my gosh. I now understand why you sign up a (laughs) two-year-old for dance lessons. No, I was... It was something that kind of hit me by surprise too, because I hadn't, I never took dance Mm -hmm. and my sisters didn't, my sister, my middle sister Z, she did, but not until she was like 12 Mm -hmm. and she was really naturally gifted at ballet. But at that point it was like, she couldn't catch up to Mm -hmm. ever be like on the level of, you know, or it would have been very, very hard on her body. They kind of didn't super recommend. I think they told her she could, if she wanted to practice like five hours a day, she's like, no. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah. And I don't know if Georgie, this is something Georgie will want to do for the next 10 years, but it was like, it was, it just hit me in the theater. I was like, I'm so glad I, it was like the, it was so random. I signed her up for it at the Y and um, it is actually like, they have like a ballet company at our Y and stuff. Like, so they do, they do go all the way up to college and it's, it's really good. 
Wow. They do all like do like modern jazz, ballet, hip hop. But um but I was just like, man, like it's so it's it's so fun for me to be able to watch her, even though I never did it. Like it's it's actually because I never did it and I always wanted to, you know, yeah. be like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is so fun. So I hope it's she wants so to do it cute. for a long time. It's, she was so into it. Like she really knew all her little parts and she she yeah. really committed to them and it was so precious. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay. So okay, so back topic. To, yeah, <laughs> we had our little intermissions. But like, yeah, how do you how do you walk that line where you're like you want you do want to be the person who has like honest intimate conversations and like everybody has opinions and a big part of our experience of life has to do with other people around us so and to pretend you just don't have opinions on it is is insincere right right so this is where i think that again we're talking about extreme cases right it's not like anything i i think well, I don't know. I feel like light gossip, like we talked about, like it, it's not gossip as much as this sharing opinion stories. You're getting closer to somebody by having that. Where I do think that you can tell it goes overboard is like this actually happened. Um, somebody was talking to me about something, crying to me about something. Like it's a very emotional subject, hurt them deeply, right? And it happened six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. right? But the issue was um, involvement in somebody else's life. And I was like, you know what? That hurt. But if you feel so strongly that you need to be involved in someone's life, sitting here and crying to me about it is doing nothing. What are you doing about it? And I think that's where like you can tell a difference. If you've been hurt and gossiping and bitching about the same stories, if you're like on a repeat, you can see how that gets you in a rut and you never do anything about it. Right. Mm, So I don't know if you can apply that really across board and be like, Oh, this has been my mantra for a while. I need to actually do something about it instead of just gossiping or just bitching about it so maybe it's also a difference about bitching versus gossiping I'm not yeah. sure <laughs> how would we define that like how it, like is it like planning versus just being like oh this thing happened isn't this intense or hilarious like is that what I think that's the difference yeah if you're complaining or if, like you're you're shit talking right versus gossiping which is more like did you see Taylor Swift's new things <laughs> Or like, okay, here's the thing. I think where it's really dangerous is where you um, you assign motives to people because you're not in their head. We've talked mm-hmm. about this before. You can say, yeah, like they said this and I thought that was kind of weird, but this is how they are and this is why. Like that's where it like crosses the line and it becomes because you don't actually know. Like you're speaking of something that you have no authority on. You're making a judgment that like you really have no business making. Um but it's very fair for you to be like, this person I related to was total asshole to me, or this person, you know, like this yeah. was not okay. This the way they talked about this, and I told right. them, and they got mad at me, and whatever. Right. But like, for you to be like it's probably because blah 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 blah. Like right. their father was always like that to them, or they <laughs> never, like, you know. And people, I think where you start to speculate is that's where it gets 
really wrong, maybe. I think that's good. Yeah. I completely agree with that because then you're not, um, you're not sticking to the facts and you're, you're, you're creating someone else's narrative. Yeah. And here's the thing too. There are people out there that are assholes who do awful things. And if you dwell on it, it's not going to help you. You know, that's also part of it is in some of these situations, their narrative might be exactly what you're deciphering it to be. Um, But it could have something that has nothing to do with you and was totally accidental. And they didn't even think about you twice. And if you don't dwell on it, then it doesn't hurt you anymore. Right. And what did you say a couple weeks ago? If you don't feed it, it won't grow. Yeah. If you feed it grows. Yeah. If you don't feed it, it dies. Yes. I love it. Well, I know you have a meeting, but this was awesome. Very good. This was awesome. And then, all right, so you have to do the next one. And I realized who I did the entire intro and didn't ask you about your life or anything at all. So I'm sorry. And the whole next one has to be about you, please, because I want to know everything. Also, your teeth look incredible. Really? Yeah. I have like three weeks left or four weeks left at the end of the line. So I've been trying to decide if it made enough of a difference, but... They look good. I'm, I need to do it now. I'm very oh, jealous you. because you look incredible. All right. Oh, I'll talk to you, you later. I love, love you. Back. Have a good meeting. Bye. Mm-hmm.